0: Sean, I've got to drop you in favour of Simon Marks. I hope you don't mind that, but we have some breaking news in Washington. Uh, Simon joins us now. Uh, What's happened, Simon? Uh, America's war in Afghanistan, Ian, is over. The last American
1: military flight has departed from Kabul airport 24 hours ahead of President Biden's arbitrarily selected deadline of August the 31st. Uh, And at the Pentagon right now, reporters are getting a briefing from uh, the uh, Marine Corps General Kenneth McKenzie, the commander of U.S. Central
2: Command. Let's listen in. I left on a C-17 that brought more than 130 Afghans and American citizens out from uh, Karzai International Airport to Al-Yadid Air Base in Qatar. Our men and women on the ground at the airport quickly embraced the dangerous and methodical work of defending the airport while conducting the hand-to-hand screening of more than 120,000 evacuees from six different entry points under the airfield. We also conducted three separate helicopter extractions of three distinct groups of civilians, including at least 185 American citizens, and with our German partners, 21 German citizens. Additionally, U.S. Special Operations Forces reached out to help break in, bring in more than 1,064 American citizens and 2,017 SIVs, for Afghans at risk, and 127 third-country nationals, all via phone calls, vectors, and escorting. We have evacuated more than 6,000 U.S. civilians, which we believe represents the vast majority of those who wanted to leave at this time. It would be difficult to overestimate the number of unusual challenges and competing demands that our forces on the ground have successfully overcome. The threat to our forces, particularly from ISIS-K, was very real and tragically resulted in the loss of 13 service members and dozens of Afghan civilians. I've said this before, but I'd like to say it again. We greatly appreciate the contributions of the many coalition partners that stood with us on the ground at uh, at the Karzai International Airport. I'm just going to single out one nation as an example of the many, the Norwegians, who maintained their hospital at, at the airport and who were absolutely critical for the immediate care of our wounded after the Abbey Gate attack. Even after the attack, they agreed to extend the presence of their hospital to provide more coverage for us. Our diplomats have also been with us in Kabul from the beginning. And their work in processing over 120,000 people stands right beside that of their military partners. So that is
1: Marine Corps General Kenneth McKenzie making an historic announcement uh, that took many reporters here by surprise. In fact, we were only alerted to the beginning of that news conference after it started by uh, the White House. uh, 24 hours ahead of the plan, the last American flight has departed Kabul Airport. It Left at 8.29pm UK time, a C-17 lifting off from Hamid Karzai International Airport. General McKenzie said at the start of that briefing, I'm here to announce the completion of our withdrawal in Afghanistan and the end of the military mission to evacuate American citizens, third country nationals and vulnerable Afghans. But in reality, he was doing even more than that. He was announcing the end of two decades of of American presence in Afghanistan. Tonight, for the first time in two decades, there are not only no American troops on the ground in Afghanistan, there are no members of the American diplomatic corps there whatsoever. America becoming the latest in a long line of foreign uh, foreign uh, occupying powers uh, to withdraw from Afghanistan in the uh, face over the last two weeks uh, of an astonishing, uh, rapid Uh, unforeseen by the Biden administration set of circumstances that saw the Afghan president, Ashraf Ghani, flee the country, the Afghan military collapse in the face of the Taliban's countrywide offensive, and just 16 days ago, the fall of the Afghan capital, Kabul. Massive questions swirl here now. He said there, the vast majority of American citizens had been brought out. How many have been left behind? How many thousands of Afghans Afghans who assisted the US, the British and the other uh, members of the Allied forces in Afghanistan over the last 20 years have also been left now to fend for themselves behind Taliban lines with only the promise from the White House of what White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki described today as an enduring commitment to them and a promise of continuing efforts by the United States and others to get them out of the country whenever that proves possible. Possible. But a real moment in history, this, the end of America's 20-year war, its longest war uh, in Afghanistan, a pledge fulfilled by President Joe Biden to the American people, but, Ian, at absolutely massive cost, given the entirely botched nature of this military withdrawal, culminating, of course, with last Thursday's suicide bomb attack on the Abbey Gate of Hamid Karzai International Airport that claimed the life. of 13 U.S. troops, uh, two British nationals, the baby child of another British national and an estimated 200 Afghans. A tortuous experience for the United States in Afghanistan over the last 20 years, but now uh, 12 days ahead of the 20th anniversary of September the 11th, 2001 and the Al-Qaeda attacks on America that prompted the invasion of Afghanistan It's
0: all over. Simon, thank you very much. Well, it is a truly historic evening. Uh, A lot of people will want to reflect on the last 20 years. Uh, We did this a lot on on my uh, morning programme yesterday. I have to say some really interesting views that we took. But in a sense, what's more interesting is what happens now. Now that British and American forces have left Afghanistan for the last time, what will happen in Kabul? What will happen in the whole country? Um, Will the Taliban live up to their promises? I suspect that they're not going to. I hope they do. Um, Well, that remains to be seen, doesn't it? We'll come back to more of your calls in just a moment. It's 9.46.